on a Zoom with me is someone that I met through Ronaldo Schwab. And this is an incredible woman who I want to I wanna talk to and about and with because it is Women's Month. And like I've been saying this whole time, I want to educate myself. I don't want to use this month to celebrate women. I want to use this month to educate this woman. And there is so much that I don't know. Her name is Sho Peterson. And if you don't know her and you haven't seen Skiff, we're going to unpack all of that. But hi, Sher. Hi. <laughs> um, How are you? I'm, I'm stoked. I'm really stoked to speak to you, but I'm also a little bit nervous. I'm not going to lie because I am so afraid of offending anyone and I love you so much and I would never want to be offensive. So I'm just going to start with that, which is probably not the best mm-hmm. place to start. Um, I mean, you know, in, in, in these kind of discussions, there's always room for a little bit of offense, but that's how we learn at the end of the day, Yeah, is how I feel. So the reason that I wanted to chat with Sher and I wanted to bring Sher in on the Zoom is because in, the, in Women's Day, historically, the one question that I keep getting asked every single year is the question I've, I've come to loathe the most is, what does it mean to be a woman? And I'm 35. I'm kind of still undecided on my sexuality. I don't really know what that means for me personally. But sure, had to fight that battle to become the woman that she always felt like. And I wanted to unpack that. So sure, do you want to give me a little bit and ask a little bit about your history and where you've come from and where you are now? Yeah, so um, so I identify as a transgendered binary woman, um, and for me, that whole journey has been a lifelong journey. I would say, um, you know, starting when I was a kid, there was I never found a place that I really fit in, and for me, there was no representation. There was no sort of um, actual visual representation in my daily life or in my experiences where I felt a place that I actually fit in. So for me, trying to discover who and what I actually am was such a journey. I mean, at the age of three is when my parents tell me um, that I sort of was expressing myself differently and I wasn't the stereotypical boy, as you would say. I mean, there was the playing with dolls and there was, but it was more than that, you know, it was more than just the wanting to play with dolls and, and and it was more about expressing myself as 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 a female mm-hmm. which only later in life did I come to realize is because I'm transgendered and that was because you know it's just the way that I, I was born and, and and what I felt on the inside so when it comes to that sort of question of um what is a woman you know what defines a woman it's something I've struggled with my entire life is it you know genitalia is it the role we actually play in society mm-hmm. or is it the way we carry ourselves something i've questioned um and i wrote a piece in 2017 for women's day for um Stellenbosch university's newspaper de marty where i sort of tried to unpack for myself what it means to be a woman and where do you know trans women fit in this space yeah but it's it's not something I've I've come up with an answer for because when I look at the women I'm surrounded with, each and every one of them are so different. Yeah. And we've all got individual experiences. And there really is not one thing I would say that you know joins us together as as women. 
but there also is. I mean, we all share similar experiences and our differences. And I think perhaps that is what makes us women. I think, you know, there's a sense of nurturing, there's a, there's a sense of underlying femininity, but I think all people are feminine. And I think, you know, there's, there's a, I, I can't explain it for myself, but I do feel that there is a, a connection, you know? Yeah. And I, I look at you and I think, well, she's got it all together because you had to fight to be the woman that you are today. So surely you mm-hmm. must know, right? You've got all the answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And, and, and that's something that I battle with daily. I mean, when the question of what does it mean to be a woman pops up, I'm sort of, you know, racking my brain. This is something I've fought for um, in my everyday life and everyday experiences. But what does it still really mean? It's, it's, it's not an answer I have. And I think it's a question we're going to be asking ourselves as women for millennia to come. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so coming from a place of privilege, I'm a white woman, I was born a woman, um, I identify as a woman, I've never had to fight any kind of struggle with, with that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wanted to ask you, and this is a very, very important conversation, how do I use my privilege to be more inclusive and more accepting and raise my sisters up that aren't necessarily same as me during this month, mm-hmm. during every month, during the whole year? Mm-hmm. I think it's such an important question and one that we have to keep on asking because there's a lot of unlearning and a lot of learning we all need to do. I mm-hmm. think as, as someone from a privileged position like yourself, you know, you're cisgendered, um, you, you know, are white. I think that us interrogating our own prejudices and, and, and sort of the stereotypes that we um, experience every day and also learning from other people's experiences is sort of how we move forward and how we learn to understand about other people's experiences and also how we come to terms with our own privilege and using that privilege and the voice that you have in society to actually give a space and and, and give voice to other experiences um, and and other people from minority groups, that's really, I think, the pivotal point of that is using that privilege, not only to benefit yourself, but also to uplift and benefit and and, and empower other women from from minority groups. Speaking of minority groups and of other women and other men who are sitting listening mm. and they're listening to you and they're listening to how confident you come across and you're you're coming you, you're coming from a place of you've been through the journey you know obviously the journey never ends because then we die mm. but you know you you've gone through the hard parts of it um it would appear for that for that person who's sitting and they haven't even told their parents or their best friends Mm -hmm. yet and they're still doing that internal battle do you Mm -hmm. have words of wisdom or advice i mean it's such a difficult thing surely Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'll just actually you know share something with you um when i was on my journey of sort of let's call it coming out because i never really came out ever um when i was on my journey finding myself um it was my parents who, who sort of were the ones that told me, listen, we know what's happening in your life. Um, we just want you to know that we back you and we understand this journey and we understand that this is something that you need 
right? Mm. But in saying that, I know people and I have friends who have been isolated and sort of removed from family. And as people who are othered and people who have struggles and have to come out with these struggles, we also have to learn to accept love from those who give it. So in saying that, you know, it is your experience. It is your existence. It is your identity. If you accept it, you know, if, if you're the person who's now accepting and coming to terms with your own identity, be it, you know, you're trans, you're gay, you're bi, um, you're a lesbian. If you come to terms with that, you know, that's the only way that you can actually start seeking acceptance from someone else. I mean, you have to love yourself first to be able to get love from other people. But in saying that, there's always sort of the, the rejection part that comes with it. And it is going to be hard. And my words of advice would be, you know, it is going to be hard. It is going to be tough. But think of how that struggle is going to build you at the end of the day. And that should be a big motivator for you is that that struggle is going to, at the end of the day, make you a stronger person. And it's going to benefit you in not only learning and growing within yourself, but learning and growing within yourself for those around you. You know, like a lot of what you say, it resonates across everything. Mm -hmm. It's it's not mm -hmm. specifically for someone who has to come out as as mm -hmm. trans or or gay or or it could very well be that you want to bring someone home for dinner who's not the same color as your parents, um, mm -hmm. and you have to accept that there could be fallout, but they also could come from a space of love. But you yeah. were talking about loving yourself, and um, I've got to ask you firstly: Do you do you love yourself? Absolutely. You know, okay. absolutely. Okay. It was, it was a journey for me to get to the place where I could say that I love myself. But once I got to that place of really learning to, because it is a, a journey of learning to love yourself, I would say, if you, if you're coming from a place where you feel downtrodden or pushed down by society, family or friends, learning to love yourself is one of the strongest and, and biggest things you can do for yourself because it truly does push you to new heights of confidence and pushing it pushes you to do you know things you never really expected you could do yeah how do you even begin that journey though for someone who is mm. looking at their body and it's not the body that they feel like they should have Obviously, mm. there comes there's a lot of self hate and loathing that would come with that. I mean, I'm I'm obviously talking from a place of privilege, but I'm trying to understand. Mm. And I I would think that that journey is a whole lot harder than going through any kind of therapy or surgery or or anything like that because you know your your body is never going to be enough, is it? Mm -hmm. You know, I it's. Uh, it's, it's honestly one of the toughest things I'll, I'll say that it, it truly is. Um, oh, wow. For me, it's always about the journey. So uh, this is a, a common conversation amongst people in the transgender community is that you cannot be living in looking forward all the time and, and, and you know, waiting for that one day that, that something happens. We, mm. You know, it sounds cliche that we have to live in the present, 
but it truly is that, you know, live in the present and, 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 and one has to, you know, do research and, and do some introspection within yourself and find those things that you can hold on to that you actually do love, whether it be when you wake up in the morning and you go to the bathroom and you look in the mirror and you say, I have fabulous hair. I love that about myself. You know, hold on to the things that are, are really positive in your life because that'll drive you, you know, on your journey. And as long as you're staying present in the moment and looking at your successes, however small they may be, you know, that is how I think you get to that place. If there's a mom or a dad listening right now and mm -hmm. they're going, I feel like I know, but I don't know, but also I'm kind of scared to admit this and to say this out loud. You know, you, you come from such a welcoming family, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. you, what advice do you have for that mom or dad um, to embrace My, this? Yeah. No, I think, so, so it's a lesson that I actually learned from my own parents. You know, they didn't willy-nilly pop out of the blue and say, you know, we know what's going on. Before they even approached me, the biggest thing that they did for themselves was to research. And, you know, there are resources available right now. We live in a world of the internet, you know. <laughs> Google is your best friend. Go and look up people's personal stories. Go and look up how you can support your kid because if you say that you know, then surely you're already on the on the right path. You know, you know, yeah. and you're you're willing to 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 accept and support. But also at the end of the day, yes, it is your your kid's journey and your kid's um your kid's you know coming into his own or her own. And for you, it needs to be about creating a safe space that they feel comfortable enough to come to you with something that they might be ashamed about or embarrassed about or um you know just that they feel you might not accept so it's all about research and creating that safe space for for your kid so that they can accept it within themselves and um you know come to you out of their own because i think that that is a way that really fosters um good relations with people and even if it is dropping hints as long as they're supportive and it's not you know breaking down someone else or it's not you referring to other people who might be in a similar situation to them in derogatory ways because i mean we listen and if we hear those things mm. it sort of shuts it down you know that that line of communication gets shut down it's all in the way that you you treat other people and in, and in the way that you 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 try to foster that safe space Sure. Moving forward into the next 10, 20, 15, 30 years and Women's Month is going to come around all the time and we're going to celebrate women. What would you like to see change for women in the trans community, but especially for women of color within the trans community? Mm -hmm. Wow. This is touching on a hectic, hectic debate. I mean, you know, if we look at the Black Lives Matter that's happening at the moment, yeah. or not that's happening, it's been happening, but it's coming to the fore of the conversation. At the fore of that is, you know, Black lives can't matter unless Black trans lives matter. Yeah. And I think what I would like to see in spaces is representation. I cannot stress this enough. You know, representation does so much, not only for a minority group and for, for people of a specific community, but it creates 
the narrative within society that you know you are accepted there is space for you if we just look at the way trans people have been represented in the media mm. um you know it's always been the you know trans people are let's sexual predators that's one of the common thing that's happening now especially when it comes to bathrooms like oh we can't allow a man into women's spaces firstly we need to tackle you know the ideology surrounding people from you know trans communities and black people specifically um or people of color rather and tackling that really does take a lot of representation you know we need to be seeing more people in spaces um and and people specifically who are doing good and doing things for others or doing things to bring to bring about conversation about these topics. And I think that is something we're definitely going to be seeing if I look at what's happening on social media. You know, there are quite a couple of trans YouTubers who are sharing their stories, mm. one such being Zoe Black. You know, she's really doing amazing work, sharing her journey and her story and really letting people know, you know, what it is that, what, what our lives look like. And, and what it is that we do and how it is we actually live. Um, and people will realize that, you know, it's not that different from an everyday normal life, but it's the experience of that life that is different because of sort of social constructs or things that, you know, the societal prejudices. So I think representation is what I would love to see in future. And personally for you, what does Women's Day, Women's Month mean? What does it symbolize mm -hmm. for you? For me, it symbolizes a celebration of, you know, the struggle that we've all come through, the struggle that we continue to conquer. And, you know, it's a day that I think all women, especially mothers and women who, you know, are, are fighting against things that impact them, such as gender-based violence and, you know, the patriarchy. It's celebrating and, and empowering and uplifting other women to see that, you know, you matter, your life is important, and we are just as worthy as men to full space mm -hmm. in communities and society. Mm. I've been saying that a lot this last couple of weeks. Take up space. Thanks, Ozzy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Before She's I let a queen. She is a mm -hmm. whole actual queen of the universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she um, is. She, she did that. She did that. <laughs> sure. Before I let you go, um, words of wisdom, not specific to women or men or trans mm -hmm. community, just to human beings. Oh. This is a tough one because do I consider myself to be wise at this point in life? I feel like you're really wise. I do. I think you're wise. <laughs> well, I think I have one and something that's so important to me and, and something I think that is so important worldwide, especially now, you know, the coronavirus pandemic has really hit our education system so hard. And I mm. think there is nothing more important in life than learning, whether it be constant upskilling or learning about others experiences or learning about the things happening around us and the things that impact us that is so 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 vital keep on learning and um you know you'll get far thank you for your time this i i've learned i've grown <laughs> and i will i will continue to reach out to you and learn and grow 
So thank you. Fabulous. It's an absolute pleasure. I just hope that, you know, someone listening um, really feels touched and hopefully, you know, feels a little inspired if that to just live authentically and mm-hmm. keep learning. And also speaking about representation and seeing yourself in spaces, uh, where can we follow you? Because I know that you're, you're incredible on Instagram. I love your Instagram. <laughs> Um, you can catch me on Instagram uh, at Scherzer's Christ. And I'm also on Twitter at Scherzer's underscore Christ. I think those are the only two that I actually really use. I mean, if you want to hit me up on LinkedIn, please do. Um, <laughs> it's it's Sher Peterson, Peterson all ease. Stunning. Thank you, Sher.